Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is Season 7, Episode 8. And today, the interview is with Helen Speckman. Helen is actually nine, but she's already an A student in the Balloon Artist College, together with her lovely mom, Tamzin. Tamzin and Helen Speckman uh, attend the jams. They create balloons together. They inspire us all. And I hope you enjoy the interview with Helen and her mom, Tamzin. Take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Balloon Artist Podcast, season seven, the season where I get to interview balloon artists that are in their first years in the journey. And today I have a very special guest. This time, today, all the way from Salt Lake City, I have Helen Speckman. Helen, how are you? Great. It's so good to have you after meeting you online so many times in the Balloon Gems of Balloon Artists College. Helen, tell us, please, how old are you? I'm nine. Nine years old. And how many years have you been doing balloons? About two. So a lot of kids of balloon artists like my kid, they know how to make a balloon dog and a balloon heart, and they're very proud of that. You are the daughter of Tamsin Speckman, one of our A students in the Balloon Artist College that does so many things that are wonderful. What can you do from balloons, Helen? I can do a lot of designs, things like ponies and cutie dolls and hats. I noticed that you do some artwork as well with your balloons. I really like coloring and getting creative with the mockles and just doing whatever with just doing a bunch of artwork on the balloons. Let me ask you a few questions so that we understand a little bit more about your journey with balloons. So I would like to start with the basic, which is how did you even get started with it? I started the same time as my mom did, almost two years ago. How did your mom start then? She started by buying a bunch of cheap brown balloons and we made a bunch of balloon dogs, tons of them. And was that for a special event? No, it was just learning how to make balloons. We started making a mess out of balloon dogs. Since then, two years ago, you've been basically following mommy, following her steps and learning from her. Is there any other way that you learn balloons by yourself? I like practicing on my own and I take tips from everywhere and then just and add a bit of my own stuff and then I come up with the balloons that I make. Yes, I actually noticed in one of the gem sessions that you come up with ideas that were not instructed, like you just come up with ideas by yourself. So tell me something, what is the hardest thing that you made out of balloons? Twisting, it was a pony with a whole head because I had to do a sidewall bubble. Because I made a column on my own and it was pretty hard. The column itself isn't tricky, but I have little hands and tying all those knots and twisting them on the pole was the tricky part. And my fingers were sore after I was done. Just the fact that you know what a sidewall bubble blows my mind, but the fact that you can do it is very impressive. And I love 
the sidewall bubble. I use it all the time. I actually, many times, I don't load a quick link into the bag and then I use a round balloon and use the sidewall bubble to create a connection point somewhere on the balloon. So I really appreciate that. So tell me something. What are your plans for the next few months in learning new balloons? I want to learn some Halloween designs. And since Christmas is coming up, I might learn some Christmas designs too. My mom bought me an apron that's coming in the mail, and I'm excited to see it and have my own apron. My dad bought me a little malco, and I'm going to put it in my apron. I'm skipping the balloon cutter and some stickers too. That's cool. You will have the balloon cutter and the stickers and your own marker from daddy. And so like you'll be ready for both Christmas and Halloween. That's really cool. So let me know, what do you like more than balloons? I like cults and crafts on people. I also do origami and sometimes I do pop-outs. You do origami as well? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Maybe you can take a picture with mommy later on of some of your origami stuff and we'll put that on the show notes. Does mommy ever take you to walk with her? Oh, not yet, but hopefully she will soon. How about decor jobs that mommy got? Do you ever go to those? Well, when she does it at home, sometimes she ends and she does decor, I get to help strike the sets. We have a big popping pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my kids usually fight on who will be doing the popping. How do you pop them with what? Well, we take safety pins and toothpicks and everybody gets one. And then we go three, two, one, pop. And we all pop the balloons as fast as we can. What do you do later on with the popped balloons? We all take a big handful and throw all them in the trash. That's cool. It is fun. So I, I want to ask you, are you allowed to take any balloons that you need with no permission? If you're playing with the balloons, you just take them from mommy? I have to ask permission to take balloons out of a bag, but I can take in as many scraps as, as I want. She has a big scrap box. Usually mom shares her balloons when I ask them. I wonder if those are the same scraps that Scott Tripp sent her, sent <laughs> mommy in a box, or, or are these like scraps that you individually collected? But that's uh, maybe a question I need to ask Tamsin. I, I need to ask mommy that one. Tell me, what does your friend say about your hobby? I haven't told many of my friends about balloon, about the fact that I twist balloons, but the friends that I have told think it's really cool. So I want to ask you, Helen, from one to ten, how much do you love balloons? Six, what? seven. Do you see yourself in the future doing balloons and getting money for it? I don't know. I haven't really thought very much about that. In any case, Helen, can you teach us something that you, you invented? From balloons? I did the pizza plane thing. The flying breadstick. The flying breadstick? Breadstick. Breadstick. The flying breadstick? Kind of like making a mouse, but instead you use a blush color balloon and you color it like pizza. How often do you do balloons? Well, I make balloons when people ask me and for my own fun and... I haven't really done that recently. So it comes, it goes, the desire to do the balloons. And were you ever in a situation where you were thinking, oh man, I really want to do some balloons? Sometimes, well, yeah, I've been doing, that happens sometimes. 
when was the last time that happened that you really wanted to do balloons? Sometimes I want everybody to make a bunch of weapons out of the scraps and have a balloon wall and nobody really does. Helen, I'm really excited to, every time I see you are joining mommy in class, I'm excited about just where will you go with this? And you don't have to do balloons, but if you will choose to do the balloons by yourself, I will be very curious, like in a year from now or a couple of years or even 10 years from now to see what you come up with. So please don't forget us in Balloon Artist Podcast. And if you have some pictures to share, mommy can send it to us and we can make sure that it's posted on balloonartistpodcast.com on the website and so that we can see how you progress. And it's totally okay if you decide to send a bit of pictures or not to send at all, send every day. You decide. So it really is something that is exciting to do balloons, but it has to come from your heart and from your stomach, if you understand what I mean. It has to tickle in the stomach and then it's the right time to do balloons. I think you understand what I mean. So Helen, thank you so much for being a part of this show, the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, Tamsin. What's up, Secret Handshake? How are you? We're doing great today. Every time you attend one of our jam sessions with Helen, I always know you're going to share something cool in the section at the end where people show what did they come up with. And always like we can see something refreshing and fun from you and from Helen. How does it feel like to have a daughter that can actually twist with high skills, like doing a sidewall bubble? That's not a joke, guys. She can actually do some really cool stuff. So how does that feel for you as a as a mom? I'm very proud of her. It's really fun to do blooms together. And when I'm watching tutorials, sometimes she'll come and watch them with me. And it's always fun to have a buddy. So yeah, I'm very proud of her. And in general, I think now that I come to think about it, like many of us balloon artists that are working from home, learning from home through a computer, some of us don't have the luxury of attending a conventions either because it's very far away or very time consuming or only happens once or twice a year and so on. So you do everything by yourself and that's a little bit lonely. Of course, we have Facebook and all of that jazz and Balloon Artist Podcast, but you have a buddy in your yeah. home. That's really cool. How does your other kids respond to the fact that Helen is the girl that does uh, balloons in the family? Well, she has a little sister named Ruth who does, like you said, you know, how a lot of balloon artist kids will do dogs and hearts and stuff. And my six-year-old daughter does that. And she really looks up to Helen. So that's kind of fun. She's learned everything she's learned. She's pretty much learned from Helen. But the other kids are just like, man, whatever. That's mom's thing. (laughs) (laughs) But they're more than happy to play with the balloons. And with the swords that they make. Yeah, that's true. Patrick does. How old is Patrick? Patrick is eight. And what does he do? Swords? He can make swords and he can make the very simple loop dog. So give us a little bit more description on what can Helen do from balloons. Well, I'll tell you a story of something she did once that was very impressive. It's not exactly making balloons, but 
I left my bag out once when I got home from a gig and that was a silly thing for me to do, but I did. And my two-year-old found it and he pulled out all of the little balloons out of the side. And I was like, oh no, now I'm going to have to clean this up. And there's hundreds of them. And I was stressed out and Helen came up and she said, mommy, can I put them in the bag? And I was like, if you want to, she knows my organizational system. And she put hundreds and hundreds of balloons away and thought it was fun. And so I was like a parenting fail and a parenting win all in the same day. So not only does she like to make balloons, but she likes to organize them as well. Oh man, that's a... The balloons like a rainbow. <laughs> oh, now I see. And do you remember the order of the rainbow colors? Red, orange, well, it starts off with pink and then red and then orange and yellow and green and blue and purple. That's very good. Where do you put the white then? We put the white right after the purple. The whites and the blacks and the browns are on one side and then the rainbows on the front and then various assorted balloons are on the other side. And then the big bear heads are on the back. That's very impressive. I love it. And it's a very good order because it's nice to watch the harmony of the rainbow. So it's really cool. It's relaxing to see the harmony of the rainbow. So obviously you have quite an asset in your, you have a team in, <laughs> yeah. in your home. You're a manager of, of, of a team and that team does clean up after you or after young. Uh, was that Arthur? Yeah, Arthur, my two-year-old. So Arthur did the mess. He won't remember that one, I think. And, <laughs> and Helen cleaned it up. That's really beautiful. It's, it's a good story. You can all relate to that. And um, again, I, I have the memories of all those balloons that Helen made in our jam sessions. So just so much fun to see you two girls walking together. As a father, I can understand how meaningful it is for you, Tamsin, to have quality time and spend something that you're passionate about. I know how passionate you are about balloons. It just brings you so much joy. And yet to spend time with your daughter and to do that, it's just mm -hmm. wonderful. And I'm just happy for you girls to be in this situation. Thank you. So, Tamsin, we have a lot that we can talk about. We can do that in the next season when you're two years into doing balloons. Uh, actually, more like one and three quarters. <laughs> I'm still pretty new. <laughs> do you have any background in art of some sort? My degree is in vocal performance. So that's a different kind of art. But yeah, in music. Oh, man, first I didn't think of myself as an artist until I became a balloon artist besides music, though. So, How do you feel about art in comparison, like music versus the visual art or, of balloons? What do you think um, on the artistic level? I think all of the arts are very important. I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that question, but it's the valuable. It's necessary. I think that children need to be taught the arts, certainly. I was really struck by what Scott Tripp said the one time when he said that That's what sets us apart from all the other animals is our creativity, our ability to adapt and our, to invent new things. That's what makes humanity so great is our creativity. And the arts is what really fosters and helps children and everybody really to, to develop those skills. I totally agree. And as a person that was involved in the music arts and then going into balloons, I wonder what's the commonalities? Like, what do you see in music? that you can also see in balloons? Well, I'm not one of those people who sees music in color. Like 
that's a thing. It's not my thing. I don't know. I just, I think it's just a, the create a creative mind. I'm sorry. That's not the answer you're looking for. <laughs> that's okay. But I'm guessing uh, that, you know, there's a lot of practice involved in music. Yeah, certainly practice and technique, mastering the basic techniques. Yeah, like once you learn a scale and you know your arpeggios, it's kind of like knowing your pinch twists and your loop twists. And once you have the basics down, it helps everything else come together. In a way that is like uh, the same with balloons. Like if you know the skills well, you can get to the level of creativity of actually designing new stuff. Where do you see your journey then, Tamsin, in, I don't know, six months from now or 12 months from now? What do you want to achieve? Well, I feel this first little bit, I felt like I was really trying to focus on getting the skills and I feel like I'm sort of getting there. So what I need to do now is work on my marketing. I need to... Marketing is really the big thing. So I can get some... Build my portfolio and find better clients. My goals are more marketing related than they are skill related at this point. Although I still want to learn a few things. (laughs) That's where my focus will be. Two years into the making, you still are passionate about learning new stuff. And we can see that right now by you nodding, but also like every time I look at your Facebook posts or your designs, and you're also a very helpful person. You always share an advice on the Facebook groups. And I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to talk with you and with Helen and for being a part of this balloon family and for being such a great learner. And as an artist, that's, I think, something that you should always do. I do balloons for 12 years and I am very excited to learn and to keep pushing myself to try new things with my art. So thank you so much for this interview, girls. And I hope that uh, we meet again in one of our Balloon Artist College jam sessions with Scott Strip soon. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, double interview with Helen Speckman and her mom. You know, honestly, even if the sound wasn't perfect, and sometimes it's a little bit harder to understand some of the answers, I think the most important thing is that we really feel where is the heart of this little girl, this nine-year-old girl. And uh, it's just wonderful to see a family walking together and enjoying art together and doing balloons together. So, balloon family, guys, thank you for listening for this episode, episode 8 of the Balloon Artist Podcast. And I'm super excited to see you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast or in between. If you want, you are more than welcome to stop by on the Balloon Artist Facebook group and let me know how was the episode, how are you? Uh, like, what is interesting for you these days? The Balloon Artist Facebook group is the party to go to. Thank you and see you next week. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. Zivi Kivi here. And this is Season 7, Episode 8. And I wanted to give you a tip that is very time-sensitive. And so, uh, if you're listening to this in, in a later date, please know that this topic is so important that it's worth 
you going into the Balloon Artist Facebook group and doing some search according to what I'm going to share with you uh, because it's really a topic that is uh, very important for everyone that is listening right now. Um, it is also a topic that is a little bit uh, because the way we the society treats this topic, it's a little bit embarrassing to discuss this openly, but this is uh, the platform and the opportunity for us together to to talk and to discuss and to debate about this and the topic is depression and depression and anxiety both of them are uh, the artistic curse many many balloon people even if they weren't diagnosed they will occasionally be depressed by life and will be um, will go deep into this uh, depression phase and um, this is very painful and time consuming and uh, it doesn't really get you any progress, not in the journey as an artist and definitely not in business. And your family members pay a price for this. So it's really painful. Um, I've uh, partnered with a therapist that he's an expert on the topic and he's developing a lecture for Balloon Artist Podcast Nation, for Balloon Artist College and also for the Kids Entertainer Academy and the Kids Entertainer Podcast Nation. And uh, this lecture is all about lifestyle and habits that if you choose even one or two out of the different, about eight different lifestyles that we will share, uh, different habits, basically, uh, if, you, if you use them in your life, then they will, uh, research shows, will uh, provenly, you know, uh, reduce the risk of depression or or minimize the effects of depression. So uh, this is actually a topic that is very important. I want you to know that this is happening on the 10th of January. So on the 10th of January, next week on Thursday, uh, it's going to be a free webinar for any school under the Kiwi Media umbrella, so both for, for Balloon Artist College, for Kids Entertainer Academy, and obviously, because it's free, it's, it's for everyone, it's for you as well. And there will be a replay made available if you can't attend in a specific time, and uh, that replay will be made uh, perpetually available for everyone, so that because of the, this is such an important topic, we'll put it in a special page, uh, so that you can always look for it. So search for, I don't know, I guess the word depression or lifestyle or habits um, in the Balloon Artist Facebook group and you will find either a way to sign up for the webinar or uh, in, in hindsight to watch the replay. And even if you just know someone that has the tendency for depression or just want to know what are those habits and lifestyles that they were proven many, many times in many researchers that if you choose a few of them, you can actually either minimize the effects of depression or actually totally avoid uh, depression. So I hope that you join us on the 10th of January. I, th I think this is really key, specifically now in the beginning of the year. You know, December could have been pretty rough on you and you might be feeling a little bit insecure right now or even sad about all sorts of real things that happen in your life so please bear with you, with us be strong and attend the webinar next week because it can actually change your life
Thank you guys for listening for the Balloon Artist podcast and see you next week on the podcast or next week on the webinar and all the details will be in the Balloon Artist Facebook group. Bye-bye.